the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. It is Tuesday, the 16th day of July. Can you imagine that already? This month is really, really, really steaming by. Not good news for uh, all the vacationers because you'd like it to stretch out and be longer and more relaxing. Hey, we're glad that you're with us this afternoon. And uh, we've got some interesting topics online today to talk about again as we speak. Um... Don't know whether we'll get to it today or not. We may, possibly in the second hour. But my colleague, Dennis Prager, uh, we anticipate about to speak uh, before that uh, Senate committee. Now, don't go looking for it on C-SPAN 1, 2, or 3. I already can guarantee you that as we suggested folks ought to go there at 2.30, that's not happening. There were other uh, programming um, um, coverage of the Congress, both House and Senate, going on. Uh, uh, Mike Mirko, who always the, performs a miracle, she he has uh, tapped into an online feed, and uh, Senator Ted Cruz, I think, is one of the ones that uh, is uh, spearheading uh, from the Senate side this committee. And so Dennis Prager will be talking about um, how he has been censored by Google for PragerU. So keep in mind that we are keeping an eye on that. Well, for those of you uh, in the business world joining us on 1380 The Biz, we welcome you in for this hour once again to the Bill Bunkley Show, as well as those of you listening on AM 860, AM 930, The Answer. We certainly welcome you to this discussion as well. And uh, our listeners uh, on our Fate Talk station, AM uh, 570, AM 910, and of course, uh, we have a lot of FM uh, local transmitters all around the area for these stations, but we welcome you one and all. Well, for those of you uh, on the business side, let me go ahead and tell you a little bit of what uh, you probably may know already, and that is uh, we've had a little bit of a slippage across the board in all three major stock markets, and that's because uh, President Trump uh, made a statement that uh, there's a long way to go uh, in terms of the talks with China, and that China is striking a hardline uh, blow, and so um, to the uh, to the negotiation, so that's not giving any encouragement that we may be closer uh, to uh, some sort of uh, resolution, and so uh, again, we continue to look at the Federal Reserve to see what they're going to do or what they're not going to do. And uh, we had some better-than-expected numbers uh, rolling out on some of the reports today, and so that's also not uh, good for the lowering of rates. 
or the prospect of lower rates by the Federal Reserve because it's weakness that's going to be triggering that. So here's your closing numbers. Uh, Dow Jones Industrials were off uh, 23 and change to 27,335. S&P 500 off uh, 10 and change, closing at 304.04. NASDAQ off 35.39, closing at 822.80. And um, I would just say, again, uh, to those of you, uh, who utilize uh, not only Amazon, but Amazon Prime. I ordered a very minor item today, and on the website it said it would be delivered Friday. So therefore, I, uh, you know, I'm Prime, so I submitted my order. And when I got my order confirmation, it said Friday or Saturday. Now, I'm not real excited about that because we're going to be flying out, and uh, the porch pirates, by the way, uh, are in full swing right now, and they'll be gearing up uh, maybe today, but certainly tomorrow toward the end of the week because that's when these uh, one-day, two-day shipments are scheduled to arrive, depending on the impact of the labor strike because the factory workers that would get out those products, you know, they have uh, they have uh, struck when it is very, very critical to uh, their company. So we'll watch that, but I know that I had a little bit of a bait-and-switch as far as I'm concerned uh, in fact, I was just ordering one of the summer reading books for my son, Zachary, uh, for his new school. And uh, we're going to be taking off to uh, South Carolina for the Trail Life uh, First uh, Nationwide Gathering Convention. And uh, so, anyway, I guess I'll have to Im- Im- implore my neighbor to, if it's Saturday after we leave or Sunday whenever, uh, hey, would you keep an eye on my front porch and just pick up the package before we have a porch pirate. That's happened once uh, so far, uh, some time back. Uh, it's been a few months now that uh, the package uh, just wasn't there. So that's a couple things to keep in mind. Your packages may not arrive when they say they're going to arrive. And second thing is just beware of the porch pirates. Well, if you uh, want to join the conversation today, I like to always give you the reminder, 877 877- Nine four three nine six seven three. That's eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. As always, we uh, invite you to join the conversations and love to have you here for the conversations. And had a pretty lively day uh, yesterday, and uh, plan on one today as well. Hopefully, because I love that. Hey, here's what's happening on today's show. Uh, Prestonwood Baptist Church. Dr. Jack Graham senior pastor there. He's also uh, one of our national programs uh, on our platforms all across America with uh, Salem Radio uh, on the Christian side. And uh, he's also host, uh, it's called PowerPoint Ministries, and uh, also heard on Satellite XM and uh, at our one of our other websites for Salem Media, which is Crosswalk. He does daily devotionals there. Uh, Dr. Graham is going to be with me later on this hour to talk about socialism and the fact that socialism is totally incompatible with Christianity. We'll have that discussion coming up just after the bottom of the hour. And United States Representative Ilhan Omar said, quote, Muslims should not be asked to condemn terrorists. Oh, really? That's our first discussion coming up in a moment. You can take a part in. 
And, um, well, we've got some very, in my opinion, reckless Florida boaters. A lot of amateurs on the water these days. You can only go out on a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday and just take a look of all the weekend warriors. And you know what's happening? We are way over the average of the number of manatees. That's right, the sea cows who have been run over by boats. We'll talk about that today and about responsibility, especially in no-wake zones, to take care of these awesome, beautiful creatures. And uh, I'm going to take uh, Hillsborough leadership, Hillsborough County leadership to task. They're going to be talking about trash pickup. And I won't get into it all the way at this point, but uh, right now we get our trash picked up in Hillsborough County about every three days, about two times a week. And they're wanting to extend it out to one time a week. Well, I'm going to have a little call to action because if you live in Hillsborough, I'm going to make the case that you probably ought to be calling your Hillsborough County commissioners and uh, voicing your opposition to having the putrid, putrid trash with the heat and humidity here in Florida sitting in your garbage can for a week. And, oh, by the way, um, can you really stuff, if you've got a family, can you really stuff your week's worth of garbage into one can, which you have to do with the automated pickup? We'll talk about that today. And President Trump's Planned Parenthood abortion restrictions are effective, well, immediately. And that's uh, a very quick impact. So let's get our conversation going, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, Representative Ilhan Omar, she is a Democrat from Minnesota. She is uh, a Muslim, very public about uh, her faith. Well, she said something very interesting yesterday. She said that, her, that she and her fellow Muslims should not be asked to condemn terrorists. Now, I find that awkward. I find that strange as well as unacceptable. And, of course, she is uh, defending herself. She has been one of the, of the group of um, freshman House members Uh, that the president uh, is now in the middle of yet another controversy on uh, uh, his infamous tweet that one of them should go back to where she came from. All three are U.S. citizens. Three have been born here. Let me just say for the record, the president didn't need need at all to go there, didn't need to send that tweet, and um, I don't believe he's a racist. I will just tell you that. But I will tell you, I totally disagree with the appropriateness of that tweet. We, we've got to get above the name-calling, and we've got to figure out, in a very polarized United States of America, you know, almost impossible, if not impossible, how do we start coming together uh, to do some sort of uh, compromising to move the ball down the field? Because this... This could be one of the worst congressional sessions ever at not getting anything done. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk about this uh, after the break as well. But um, just think about this. I think that everybody should be condemning terrorists. But that's, uh, that's not where she's coming from. 
Now, she went on to say, and I quote, when he, Trump, made that comment, I know that every single Muslim who, have, who has lived in this country and across the world has heard that comment, she said, Congresswoman. So I will not dignify it with an answer because I know that every single Islamophobe, every single person who is, you can almost say the buzzword without me saying it, yes, it's hateful, who is driven by an ideology of othering, as this president is, rejoices in us responding to that and as defending ourselves, close quote. Now, here's the quote I'm going to leave you with before we take a break. Phone lines are open. She also said, now, I'm just going to be kind of, kind of cut the chase here. If you are a white American listening to this show this afternoon, this comment and this characterization of you is, well, is allegedly describing you. She said that she doesn't expect white Americans to condemn white people who commit crimes such as mass shootings. What in the world is she talking about? I mean, what universe does she live in? Condemning mass shootings or any other kind of crimes, that has nothing to do with race. Does this woman actually think that white people are not expected to condemn white people who conduct mass shootings? And Muslims shouldn't condemn terrorism? Is there anybody out there that disagrees? 877-943-9673. Remember, this is a member of the United States House of Representatives. Kind of makes you understand why there are some issues with this controversy. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Kim was driving down the road right by the fourth hole. Someone yelled, golf ball hit her windshield. She wasn't worried. Her first thought was a new free windshield. And cash on the spot. She called 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. Up to $100 cash back with comprehensive insurance. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention. So many ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out for the resources and know-how to make it all work. There's Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. When it comes to hiring an AC, plumbing, or electrical contractor, finding one you can trust has always been a challenge until now. Cornerstone Pros. Commitment to quality surpasses customer standards. You can count on the technicians at Cornerstone Pros to go out of their way to deliver an exceptional experience. That's the cornerstone difference. Call 813-291-0522. 
By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what he's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 1030 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and online at we're back Bill Bunkley phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 talking about whether Muslims ought to condemn terrorism and whether white people ought to, uh, are not expected to condemn white mass murderers. 877-943-9673. I mean, I am intellectually just trying to scratch my head and try and understand the worldview philosophy that we're talking here. Anyway, while you're possibly dialing in, let me remind you that we have our book of the month. And I want to tell you that uh, Regnery, who is part of our Salem Media Media umbrella of uh, divisions, got a brand new book, five to be given away at the end of the month. The name of the book is Soaring to Glory, a Tuskegee Airmen's first-hand account of World War II by Philip Handelman. And uh, keep in mind, there's only 14 Tuskegee Airmen, the black aviators who indeed fought in World War II, that are still alive this very day. And this is the firsthand account of one of those 14 living legends, as far as I'm concerned. Lieutenant Colonel Harry T. Stewart, Jr. In an age of racism, in an age of inequality during World War II, African Americans went to fight for this country. This man flew 43 combat missions over Italy. And in one of those missions, he shot down not one, not two, but three German planes in one day. Despite the prejudice, the disrespect. So right now, you can go and register right now to receive uh, one of our books, um, on AM 860 and or, or uh, AM 930, and you can register each and every day until uh, you have an opportunity to um, get maybe your name in the hat 20, 30 times, and that's just going to increase your odds to um, win the book. All right. Coming up in a moment, we're going to be talking to Dr. Jack Graham, senior pastor at Preston Wood. Baptist Church, Plano, Texas, former president of the Southern Baptist Convention, former chairman, National Day of Prayer, I think 2015. He's also one of our national programmers here with Salem. He preached a sermon recently on socialism's incompatibility with Christianity and the fact that socialism is nothing more than the atheist's religion. 
We'll talk about that coming up bottom of the hour. But when we look at uh, these comments that have been made by a United States representative, and let's just let's just let's just be honest here. There's a certain amount of President Trump's comments that in my mind are just inappropriate. And I know that many of your minds are inappropriate. I have found in my life that you go after somebody personally and you certainly start, uh, you know, labeling them or calling them names. You are only escalating, bringing in personalities that usually is very counterproductive to getting anything accomplished on the issue at hand. Now, having said that, I am extremely pleased with President Trump's uh, accomplishments and uh, his conservative um, Christian worldview agenda that he has been relentless with. But he is who he is. We all, none of us are perfect. Uh, This representative is not perfect. Trump's not perfect. You and I aren't perfect. We all have uh, what we call blind spots. Sometimes those uh, areas of insensitivity can last a lifetime. But if you're honest with yourself and you're seeking, from my point of view, as a, as a, Christ, as a Christ follower, uh, you, you want to you wanna, um, examine those areas. And even when you can identify an area, it's just very tough uh, when there's habits. And that's why I believe that you need uh, supernatural help. But um, the congresswoman, Ilhan Omar, went on to say, so I think it's beyond time. It's beyond time to ask Muslims to condemn terrorists. We are no longer going to allow the uh, dignification of such ridiculous, ridiculous statement, she said. Let me also remind you that, what was it, last month? There is a report that she was asked to comment on, and I find this interesting to the subject at hand. It was a report that uh, had identified and come to conclusion, listen very carefully, class, the highest, the highest level of terrorist group recruitment has taken place in her congressional district. Let me repeat. The highest level of terrorist group recruitment has taken place in her congressional district. And she didn't want to talk about that. It was a Fox News report really from back in February. And a quote from that story says, more men and boys, this is from Fox, more men and boys from a Somalia-American community in Minneapolis have joined or attempted to join a foreign terrorist organization over the last 12 years than any other jurisdiction in the country. FBI statistics show that 45 Somalis left to join the ranks of either the Somali-based Islamic insurgency and Shahab, Shabab, 
or the Iraq-Syria-based ISIS combined. And of 2018, a dozen more have been arrested with the intention of leaving to support ISIS. Here's this congresswoman, a member of the House Foreign Relations Committee, and um, she was asked this question. What steps are you taking to deter extremism and the recruitment from the terrorist organizations going on in your district? And she replied, I have not seen the report. She was asked again a few days later, and she didn't have a comment. Only in America, only in America, 2019. Well, how serious is socialism? How damaging is it is to the culture, our culture, our way of life? How about the compatibility between socialism and those of you listening who are Christ followers? Coming up in just a moment, Dr. Jack Graham served up a powerful sermon on this subject just uh, just not long ago. And uh, I'm going to have a chance to chat with him coming up in just a moment. So... Remember that if you have a question or comment about any of our shows, you can go to afternoons at letstalkfaith.com, afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. Dr. Jack Graham, along with Bill Bunkley, next. Don't go away. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A Senate committee hearing is underway to hear testimony on steps by Google and YouTube to restrict free speech by conservatives. The committee will be hearing from Salem Radio conservative radio host Dennis Prager, who is suing Google-owned YouTube for restricting access to some 10% of the videos from his popular Prager University, deeming them inappropriate for younger viewers. Debate is underway in the House of Representatives on a resolution to condemn tweets which President Trump sent during the weekend. That vote is expected later today. Iran's foreign minister has suggested... His country's ballistic missile program could be on the table for negotiations with the U.S. That's if America stops selling arms to its Gulf allies. On Wall Street, stocks finished lower. The Dow dropped 24 points. The Nasdaq down 35. The S&P was off 10. This is SRN News. So you sit down and do your budget, and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income, and it seems like there's never quite enough. You know what would really help finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings, $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. And when it comes to health care sharing ministries, MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because it works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting down to do a monthly budget a lot more fun. $500 a month can more than cover a car payment or pay back loans, whatever. So join MediShare and go out to dinner to celebrate. Here's the number to call. They are incredibly kind and helpful to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. When our kids back talk... Um, Our tendency is to talk back in like. You know, they come at us with negative energy and we dish it back. Here's Wendy Speak on Focus on the Family Minute. 
they do wrong and so we respond in like but I mean let's just take it right to the word of God and we know over and over and over again that the children of Israel dished it out to their heavenly father and God was long suffering he was patience Romans 2 4 says it was the kindness of the Lord that has led them us to repentance and could it be that the, the kindness of a mother or father has more power to lead a child to repentance than talking back in like to their back talk. So I'm not saying this is permissive parenting. Absolutely. You you don't get to back talk. Um, but don't respond in like. But we don't need to respond right. in like. More from Wendy at FamilyMinute.org. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. There are many in the church and the body of Christ today that have no patience for rebuke from its leader. But there was an expectation that the church member would come under the leadership and authority of those that were given that responsibility in the church. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, we're back, and I got a very special treat this afternoon because... We have our next guest is uh, someone that many of you will know because Dr. Jack Graham is well-known all across America. He's a senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church. Uh, And back in 1989, when he came, the 8,000-member congregation responded very enthusiastic to, well, he's very straightforward. And uh, he tells it like it is, and that's what I've always appreciated about his preaching style. Well, now his church is, are you ready for this, 42,000 members, and they continue to grow. Now, he has recently served as honorary chairman of the 2015 National Day of Prayer, and I remember the days when he served as president of the Southern Baptist Convention. Also, in our early years, uh, he was here for one of our pastor's appreciation uh, uh, conferences uh, here in the Tampa Bay area for Salem. Uh, PowerPoint Ministries is heard on Salem radio stations all across the country and on our family talk on Sirius FM, uh, XM. And uh, his devotional series is a mainstay also on our Salem Media's Crosswalk website. Dr. Graham, good to have you with us today. Great to be with you, and uh, I really enjoyed hearing the part about uh, our relationship with uh, the station there in Tampa. So. Is an area that I love very much and, and visit every chance I get. So it's, it's great to be able to uh, be a voice there for the Word of God and the testimony of Christ, and we appreciate that friendship. 
Absolutely. Also bring you greetings from Chris Gould, who used to be yep. our station GM here, and now he's uh, coordinating things for the last couple of years nationally, and uh, I know you and him have a good relationship as well. Absolutely. Great person. All right, let's talk about a, a powerful, just to the point sermon that uh, you recently shared with your congregation, and that has uh, gone somewhat vile around the country. And the topic is socialism socialism versus capitalism. And uh, Dr. Graham, tell us a little bit uh, because uh, with revisionist history, we seem to forget just what uh, socialism, communism, what are some of the tenets of this secular movement? They haven't changed, and guess what? Not real friendly to Christianity, are they? No, uh, they are not. Well, I I came very concerned about uh, this rise of of interest and and really the influence of socialism, of course, around the world, but particularly here in America. And uh, when when you read the statistics, it's it's somewhat startling in that – uh, many people today see socialism as a good option for uh, the future of America. And even though, you know, in fact, 58% of millennials surveyed said they would prefer to live in a socialist nation, and yet only 33% of these uh, could actually define socialism. So there's a lot of myths, misunderstandings uh, regarding just what this ideology is. And what I tried to say in the message, and, and, and really the subject was socialism versus Christianity, because it's a secular ideology versus the spiritual uh, message of the gospel and of, of God's word. That's what we're dealing with here. It, it truly is not more socialism. is more than a political system or an economic uh, system. It is a, a way of life. It is a philosophy of life. And of course, many young people today have have not grown up as some of us did, seeing the impact of, of Soviet bloc, Russian, and uh, otherwise communism and its impact upon Eastern Europe. I've visited Romania and Eastern Europe many times, and they're just now still not all the way out from the impact, the negative impact of of the Soviets in their life. And uh, then, of course, Mao Zedong in China. So many people have not seen this or experienced it as as we have. So there's this ideal uh, ideology, really, that, that is everything is free, everything is good, is tolerant, is open, when it, in reality, the, the opposite is true. And <clears throat> Dr. Graham, one of the points is, is the government's going to provide everything. And even right. though we can look at the daily headlines of uh, Venezuela, and uh, certainly some of the other uh, dictatorial governments, the idea is socialism is meant to replace Christianity, to replace any faith, and the government now becomes the sole, I don't want to say spiritual authority, but the authority in one's life. And that is so very dangerous because that uh, just allows uh, some of these fascist, communist uh uh, rulers, if you will, and the same thing can happen in this country. People may not think so, but if, if we're asleep at the switch, tell us a little bit about how we got here because millennials, we've been very blessed, and then I think when we think of the word blessed, it really is all of the things that we have in America has now become our greatest enemy because we don't realize that freedom isn't free, and a lot of people paid a price for uh, us to be able to live as we live, but now we have a whole generation that feels entitled, and they feel everything should be given to them. Talk about that. 
Well, it, it comes, uh, much of it comes out of our public school system, the university systems, what I would describe as the educational elites in America. Uh, many of the young people in colleges and universities are picking this up in, um, in their civics or government classes and otherwise on campuses. And um, but, but what, what is important to remember is that no one, and, and this is the statement, I guess the boldest statement that I make in the message that, uh, as you said, has been picked up by, by news media and so on, uh, because I, it's so important that we take a stand. And this is not a political uh, viewpoint. It is, a, it is really spiritual warfare as far as I'm concerned. Again, an ideology versus Christianity. But here's what I'm saying, that no one who's serious about their Christian faith can be serious about supporting socialism. Now, I know that's a bold statement, but I, I really believe it's true because socialism at its very core is predicated on godlessness and uh, particularly atheism. And Karl Marx, who was the father of scientific socialism, considered religion of any kind, in particular Christianity, the opiate of the people. That's his quote. And the Charles Darwin's theories of evolution explain the presence of life on Earth and so on. So God is not needed to explain anything. In fact, the idea of God is viewed uh, in the secular state, in the socialist states, in the past and in the present. The idea of God is, is, is viewed as harmful, and therefore it is forcibly removed from society and the culture. And that's why you've seen all this oppression, suppression in communist countries, socialist countries, or the Christian faith. And it would be a serious, serious miscalculation to think that socialism's hostility towards religion in the past and Christianity has changed since the day of Marx. It hasn't, because at the very core uh, of, of this ideology is, is no need for God. Um, government is your God. And we need to be alerted to the dangers of this and really the sheer stupidity of, of tr trying to move our country in this direction. It is, it is a recipe for disaster. And socialist uh, countries today are completely secular and are determined to root out Christianity. And what's happened in the past, you know, history is, is a lesson to the future. And, and we, we dare not, uh, at our own peril, neglect the, the dangers of this movement in America. Mm. Listen to the voice of uh, Dr. Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, uh, talking about a powerful message uh, that uh, he delivered uh, talking about uh, the hostility between socialism and uh, Christianity and the incompatibility. You know, Dr. Graham, some of the young people, they, they confuse two concepts. In the early church, we hear about uh, the early converts coming together, pooling their resources, helping one another, and what is uh, kind of more known as a communal living. Then the millennials say, well, that's, why, that's socialism, and that's why we have to have government-imposed socialism. Now, even today, when you go to Israel, you can see the various kibbutz that come together. People come together, pull resources. Talk about the difference between the early Christians that voluntarily came together and uh, sort of lived uh, uh, under this, this community situation as some would label socialism, and yeah. how that's far different than government-imposed socialism. Because I think that's why a lot of these folks think that, well, you know, Christianity is certainly compatible. That's the way it started. 
Yeah, well, on, on that count, because you know, clearly in the book of Acts, and, and you're referencing the, the church coming together in a common way, sharing their, their resources. There were many poor people, new Christians in uh, Jerusalem and the church there and, and around. But as far as we know, it, it was in Jerusalem only, a strategic decision for a specific time there in Jerusalem when they were taking care of their own. And you used the, the correct word. All of it was voluntary, uh, socially imposed uh, communal type living is never taught in the Bible. And in fact, even in the Ten Commandments, you, you know that uh, private ownership is taught. I mean, why else would we be told not to steal or not to covet? Uh, and, of course, private ownership is taught throughout the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. So Christianity or Jesus never changed that, uh, again, for a specific time, specific place, conditions in the church in Jerusalem that this took place. But it was nothing like government-imposed socialism, not at all. Mm. Last question, about three minutes left. Uh, talk a little bit about that there's just some uncertainty today. Certainly uh the whole misconceptions of the separation of church and state and uh, a lot of uh well-meaning christians have uh, sort of been asleep if you will on some of the social issues of the day you know jesus said render under caesar what is caesar today we have the opportunity under a republic form of government to elect representatives to have input far different than what the early Christian situation was under the uh, Roman Jewish domination. Talk a little bit about, uh, in the last minute or so, about the importance of Christian citizens being involved and letting their their voices based on Christian values be heard. It's, it's essential. And, and if we are silent in the face of secular attacks upon our faith, uh, then we will get what we deserve, and uh, unfortunately, uh, what we will get is bondage, and that is always true uh, throughout history, regardless of the political ideology, whether it was in you know, a Roman power or Babylonian power or any other kind of government power. Uh, ultimately, that the power of uh, of government destroys um, uh, people and 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 particularly their faith. And so we need to stand up. And this is ultimately what I would say is to remember this is a spiritual warfare. This is a spiritual battle. And this battle now is for the soul of America. It's for the very heart of this country. Our freedoms, foundations, the Bible says if the foundations be destroyed, what will the righteous do? So we need to run to God as our foundations are cracking, and we need to rebuild uh, those foundations according to God's word. How fortunate are we, just a very quick question, how fortunate are we, and I don't want to get into the uh, to the whole Donald Trump thing, but generally speaking for conservatives, Christians, very, very pleased with uh, his uh, uh, policies, not his actions. Uh, with this in like 15 seconds, would we be in a much different USA today if, say, the left had been elected the last election? No question. I just came from uh, Western Europe, had a nice trip over there. Uh, but uh, socialism and its forms, various forms in Europe, that's where so many of the leaders of America uh, want to take this country, and we see it as devastating uh, the economy and really the people, the religion, the churches are empty there. All you have to do if you want to see what's going to happen to America if we go in this direction, or had we gone in this direction, is to look at Western Europe and worse. So I'm appreciative of the leadership of our country. I pray for President Trump and his team and uh, ask God that uh, he would give 
the president wisdom in making decisions and fighting for the things that we care about. Amen. Well, my guest has been Dr. Jack Graham. We're right against a heartbreak. Uh, Senior pastor, Prestonwood Baptist Church. Thank you for your leadership and direction today. And uh, we just continue to pray for your ministry. Thank you so very much. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. May I have your attention, please? If you're trying to lose weight, we need your help. We're Final Trim, and we have too much product and too few participants in our nationwide risk-free trial. If you need to lose 30 pounds or more and would like to participate, call now. 1-800-910-5947. Final Trim is an amazing proven breakthrough in weight loss, a once-daily capsule that can help you lose weight in days. It's also one of the healthiest ways to lose weight because each capsule contains natural ingredients. So you'll be able to lose the max amount of weight, allowing you to shed pounds in days with just one capsule a day. Be among the first to call for your risk-free trial. Again, we have too many risk-free trials and too few participants. If you would like to lose 30 pounds or more by taking just one all-natural capsule a day, call now to participate in this nationwide risk-free trial. 1-800-910-5947. 1-800-910-5947. That number again is 1-800-910-5947. Once upon a time, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? Now, there's Salem Surround, delivering customers with targeted digital marketing. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Here's good advice for all parents and grandparents. If you want your children or grandchildren to keep their feet on the ground put some responsibility on their shoulders. I like that. Sometimes we forget that God created us to be responsible people, and that includes children, and it takes having responsibility to learn to be responsible. The first thing God gave Adam and Eve was responsibility. He put them in charge of his creation, everything he had made. Of course, I would suggest a slightly smaller responsibility for your children, They'll feel great when they've succeeded, and so will you. This is David Jeremiah, encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's plan for raising great kids on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. 
Do you like winning prizes? How about getting sneak peek opportunities and offers before anyone else? Join the Faith Talk fan club today at letstalkfaith.com and gain access to incredible contest opportunities, free movie preview events, discounts, and more. If you're passionate about Faith Talk and want to be rewarded just for being a part of the Faith Talk community, sign up for the Faith Talk fan club today. Join the Faith Talk fan club by clicking the fan club tab at letstalkfaith.com. Among the shadows, you wiped my tears away, and I felt the pain of heartbreak, and I've seen the brighter days, and I've prayed prayers to heaven from my lowest place, and I have held your blessings, God, you give and take away, no matter what I Hey, we're back, Bill Bunkley, The Bill Bunkley Show, Friday afternoon, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Hey, we've got a, a little news coming out of Bradenton this afternoon. I want to be very careful with this, but I do find it somewhat humorous. Because, um, first of all, I know from my worldview, we are taught to uh, be sensitive to the poor. Be generous to the poor. But when you encounter someone on the side of the road asking for assistance, also known as panhandling in a, in a secular sense, you know, you, you sort of evaluate whether they're real or not. I saw the example from, it was either Phoenix or L.A., of uh, a young lady uh, who appeared to be very pregnant and as she was out on a street corner, moving around several street corners with uh, another young girl, and, um, you know, uh, found herself being quite successful getting donations from individuals that were very concerned about her being on the streets and being pregnant. Well, there was a reporter that got um, a little suspicious, so she ended, out, ended up staking out this person. Well, this person was working with another gentleman who was, when I say working, I already gave it away. Anyway, was coordinating uh, her comings and goings with a gentleman in a late model Mercedes Benz. So you probably know where this is going before I get to the Braden story. So anyway, as this unfolded, sure enough, it was a scam and... Guess what? She wasn't pregnant. She had this thing she was putting on to make her look pregnant. And as a result of that uh, TV investigative reporter, it was actually part of an organized crime unit. And apparently you can bring in some serious do-re-mi if that's what you're projecting on the street corner. Well, enter the story from Bradenton. This is right here from our one of our hometown stories. And this comes to us from the Bradenton Herald, Mark Young reporting. Ryan Bray was on his way home Sunday when he had yet another encounter. One of five or six, he says, he has each and every week with a very aggressive panhandler 
on the corner of Manatee Avenue West and 75th Street West. That's right, they're both west. As the panhandler approached his vehicle this time, Bray offered him a job doing some yard work for $15 an hour. He said, absolutely not. I'm not doing that, Bray said. I didn't give him any money and roll up my window, and he kicked my tire. Fed up, you know what Mr. Bray did? He drove home and decided to make his own homemade sign. This is good stuff. <laughs> so he makes, this, makes up this sign of his own, and what it said on the sign I offered him $15 an hour to do yard work for me, and he refused. If we as a community stop paying them, they will leave our neighborhood, close quote. Now, I want to be very clear. Uh, we have to have discernment because some people do need help. They really do. And uh, when we can give them, you know, my policy is uh, to keep some um, fast food gift cards. Uh, and I know fast food isn't the best, but, you know, if you give a fast food gift card, then you're not going to give them a five spot or a two spot, and they're going to, um, you know, buy some alcohol or something inappropriate, you know, weed or whatever. But anyway, what Brian did was he made this sign up, and then he went back where the, where the guy was panhandling, and he went up and stood right, in, right with him with the sign saying, this guy wouldn't go cut my grass or whatever, $15. So... Um, that, that Those are two interesting stories. That's why a lot of times Salvation Army, uh, Goodwill, all those folks that are homeless shelters, um, it is always good to, if uh, you are so inclined to support uh, some of those efforts to do it through an organized entity. Or, you know, help them out by giving them something that you're not going to further enable whatever their, whatever their issues may be that could have caused them to be on the street. Well, going to take a break. It is time for the 5 o'clock hour to roll around. I'm going to be leaving you who are listening on The Biz this afternoon, as well as on our two answer stations. And um, we're going to be coming back and having a, a very, very good discussion. I'll be over on AM 570 and 910 and uh, going to have that discussion. We'll be talking about uh, President Trump's Planned Parenthood abortion restrictions are effective immediately plus we'll be talking trash hillsborough county trash and reckless boaters running over manatees that and more on the bill bunkley show give me a call 877-943-9673 that's 877-943-9673 more the bill bunkley show from a distinctively christian perspective that's coming up next please join me Dearly beloved, we are gathered here to join this man and this woman in the bonds of holy matrimony. Does your marriage seem like it's become dull, routine, no excitement or adventure? Then log on to our station website and use the keyword stronger to get a free ebook from Family Life, Stronger Forever, a personalized six-week plan to grow your marriage closer to God and closer to each other. Again, it's free. It'll help you put the zing back in your relationship. 
And when you log on, you'll also be entered to win an adventure with your spouse on Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise. So log on now, get the free ebook Stronger Forever, and enter to win a memorable luxury cruise that could respark your marriage. For your free downloadable ebook and to enter to win the cruise, go to letstalkfaith.com keyword stronger. That's letstalkfaith.com keyword stronger. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Senators heard about social media censorship today. Google Vice President for Government Affairs and Public Policy Karan Bhatia insisted Google is objective in presenting information to users. So let me be clear. Google is not politically biased. Indeed, we go to extraordinary lengths to build our products and enforce our policies in an analytically objective, apolitical way. But Dennis Prager, Salem talk show host, says they're not objective. He's suing Google-owned YouTube for restricting access to some 10% of the videos from his popular Prager University. There is no hate. There is no extremism. It's simply that a conservative group has issued these. We have three former prime ministers, four Pulitzer Prize winners giving our courses, and they still put uh, put us on the restricted list. Prager's one of the speakers at the hearing. The House debate on a resolution to condemn President Trump's tweets about four Democratic congresswomen have taken a new turn as Congressman Doug Collins makes a motion to strike Peace Speaker Nancy Pelosi's description of the president's tweets as racist. I urge the gen- a unanimous the gentleman from Georgia. Thank and you. yield back the balance of my I was vote. just going to give the gentle Speaker of the House if she would like to rephrase that comment. I have cleared my remarks as a parliamentarian before I read them. And take it. And I ask the words be taken down. I make a point of order the gentlewoman's words are unparliamentary and risk ready to be taken down. A House vote on the resolution itself is expected sometime this evening. Mr. Trump had said in the tweets that if the Congresswomen didn't like the United States, they could go back where they came from. And The Hill is reporting that Dr. Leanna Wynn has been ousted as president of Planned Parenthood after a secret meeting held in New York City. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 23 points. The Nasdaq dropped 35. The S&P lower by 10. Oil down to 57.62 a barrel. More at townhall.com. Morning Bullets is asking for the public to respond to a nationwide poll that could help shape political policy in 2020. This is your chance to be heard by the decision makers all the way up the chain. Their question, should the federal government provide free health care to illegal immigrants? Yes or no? Visit trumpspulseonamerica.com to let your voice be heard before the decisions are made for you. Medical services are guaranteed by the Emergency Treatment and Active Labor Act and require hospitals to provide care regardless of citizenship, legal status, or ability to pay. The Federation for American Immigration Reform reported that medical expenditures for illegal immigrants was over $17 billion in 2017 alone. The decision is up for debate, and the policymakers want to hear what the public thinks. Should the federal government provide free health care to illegal immigrants? Yes or no? Go to trumpspulseonamerica.com now to vote. That's trumpspulseonamerica.com. trumpspulseonamerica.com. Be heard. A solid increase for retail sales in June. The Commerce Department says sales rose four-tenths of one percent, the fourth straight increase. Sales were up at online retailers, grocery stores, home and garden stores, and at restaurants and bars. June's retail sales figures suggest a consumer spending, which drives two-thirds of the economy, 
remains strong. And the numbers could lift analysts' predictions for second quarter growth. They have expected growth to be between 1.5% and 2%, down from 3% in the first quarter. Mike Hemp in Washington. A Facebook executive says digital transactions such as those with the company's upcoming Libra currency will be better than cash in guarding against criminal activities. Facebook's David Marcus was responding to Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, who asked how the company will guard against money laundering and make sure terrorists don't use currency to finance their activity. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Iran's top leader says his country will retaliate over the seizure of an Iranian tanker by British authorities. Ayatollah Ali Khamenei has called the seizure of the ship piracy in a televised speech, saying, God willing, the Islamic Republic and its committed forces will not leave this evil without a response. British Foreign Secretary Jeremy Hunt said Saturday that Britain will facilitate the release of the ship if Iran can provide guarantees the vessel will not breach European sanctions on oil shipments to Syria. The Iranian supertanker, carrying 2.1 million barrels of light crude oil, was seized with the help of British Royal Marines earlier this month off Gibraltar. I'm Charles de Ledesma. Apollo 11 astronaut Michael Collins returned Tuesday to the exact spot where he flew to the moon 50 years ago with Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. At NASA's invitation, Collins marked the precise moment that the Saturn V rocket blasted off from Cape Canaveral. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, delighted, honored to have you back with us for the second hour this afternoon. We're at the midpoint of the summer vacation. And uh, as some of you are getting out uh, week after week for a time of a little rest, recreation, relaxation, Well, some of you are thinking about, well, how long is it before the kids are back in school? I know. I know the drill. And so uh, we're about at that midway point in July, and we're going to be blinking our eyes, uh, and uh, it's going to be time to go back to school with August just a couple of three weeks away. And uh, we'll look at uh, uh, some of the things to keep in mind with uh, getting ready to go back to school in the days ahead. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Now, let me tell you what we're doing. Um, it's going to be sort of a flexible hour. We had anticipated that uh, my colleague, Dennis Prager, our national talk show host from the 12 to 3 o'clock um, Eastern time zone, um, 
position on our answer stations. He was scheduled to speak before uh, a, a Senate committee uh, at at two thirty, and we had suggested it would be on C-SPAN at two thirty. Well, it wasn't uh, on this on the on the meeting schedule for C-SPAN one. There was the commissioner overseeing the U.S. Census, so C-SPAN went with that. On the Senate side itself, uh, there were presentations being made on the Senate floor by senators, so Mike was able to find the other Senate committee hearing, and um, Ted Cruz of Texas was very, I think he was the chairman of that committee, I'm not sure, but... Uh, as Mike has been monitoring it during the 4 o'clock hour, very interesting because it's about the censorship of Dennis Prager and PragerU on Google. And I know that uh, the current CEO of Google is there. Dennis Prager is there. And to the best of our knowledge, uh, here it is uh, just after 5 o'clock in the east, uh, I believe Mike will verify the meeting is still going on and we still haven't heard from Dennis Prager. And so what we're going to do is if uh, Mike sees that um, they go to Dennis in testimony, uh, and again, this is all about he has a conservative website with conservative um, um, pieces uh, of the culture, of the many things that we talk about uh, during the day here not just written by conservatives, but also there are some pieces where those uh, who uh, would uh, self-identify as liberals agree with us on certain positions. Uh, Anyway, uh, that site was uh, taken off. If you were to uh, email, uh, email, if you were to search on Google, PragerU and stop, uh, you know how Google self-populates as you type along, it would then say, is lying. I mean, no reference to how to get to Prager.u on the top, none of that. Certainly game playing by Google. That's my point of view. Yesterday we had a spirited debate about, you know, Facebook and Google can do what they want to do. They're private. Well, we're not going to rehash that today. might do that in the future. But the main point is uh, interesting uh, goings-on on that committee, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, I'm sure it's archived like we do in Tallahassee, C-SPAN that is, and so I'm hoping to get back to it later. All that to say that if we um, perceive or see that Dennis is up and we can switch to that, we'll all listen live a little bit to uh, his opening statement and uh, some of the questions being asked. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, we believe as Christ followers that the unborn are very important creatures. That they are babies. From the point of conception, they are human beings. Of course, we have uh, a lot of diversity in that in terms of uh, public opinion. But nonetheless, uh, I reported a couple days ago that President Trump had a pretty big temporary win in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. And uh, I want to tell you that what that basically said, there's a, there's a bigger decision being decided, but there had been um, a stop put on implementation, and the implementation was 
that uh, President Trump was going to pull about $60 million in taxpayers' money, that's your money and my money, that has been going to Planned Parenthood, the billion-dollar anti, um, anti-life organization. They would tell you that they are into women's health care. Uh, you can define them as you wish. Uh, I always try to give both sides here. Uh, even though notwithstanding I'm conservative, socially conservative, and a, and a Christ follower with a Christian worldview. But uh, anyway, uh, he had been blocked from implementing it and, it, and it got unblocked a few days ago. That's about $60 million that now can go to other family planning resources, including crisis pregnancy centers who would like to share in that funding. Now, I will tell you that many of them might not share with the funding because a lot of our crisis pregnancy centers are, 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 are very dedicated uh, to the Lord, faith-based. And uh, I know by talking to them, even when there's been state resources available, they would prefer to go directly to private support that there is no uh, government uh, regulations or anything, you know, over their operation or the use of the money. But anyway, um, a directive came out, and uh, abortion clinics have to immediately, and immediately means immediately, not in a week, not in a month, not down the road, not phase out. Those Planned Parenthood establishments that do abortions have to immediately stop um Referring women for abortions that has anything to do with keeping that operation open by their government funding. Now, the Health and Human Services Department, formerly there was going to be uh, was going to be a conference, but the Health and Human Services Department decided not to have a conference. And so they, I don't know whether they emailed them, certified letter, or whatnot. Um, they let the Planned Parenthood and other abortion entities that may be getting some of this family planning money, that uh, they were going to begin enforcing the ban right now. And so what we're looking at, and uh, in, in addition to this, guess what? That starting next year, because right now you go into Planned Parenthood, and if you can kind of picture what I understand is they have sort of like an abortion deci- a, a portion, an abortion division, or look, think of it this way. Abortions on one side of the clinic, other family planning uh, options are on the other side. But if they going, if an entity is going to receive family planning money, starting next year, January, I believe, they have to have two separate facilities. So if Planned Parenthood wants to get some of this money back, they're going to have to have standalone non-abortion facilities where they can't be, I gather, uh, recruiting or talking abortion in the area where it's just talking about uh, women's health care. And we think it's not health care necessarily unless 
the uh, the mother is in extreme extreme danger of losing her life or just losing her life um, that is the um, the very the very purest pro-life position and uh, of course the other side would say that that what they do in abortions is family planning but under the president's directive that's going to also uh, make them have to make some adjustments in terms of facilities. Um, Planned Parenthood, Leanne Wynn said that notwithstanding what's going on, our doors are still open. And they're going to try to fight to overturn this. So they're still fighting President Trump in the courts. But... Um, it uh, all has to do with Title X. It's about 4 million women annually that uh, will process through an independent clinic, the majority operated by Planned Parenthood. They are servicing about 40% of all clients. And the total bill is about $260 million of taxpayer money in grants to the clinics. So... Um, a lot is happening in the abortion debate, and we're going to see this continue to percolate as well as, as soon as next year, we may be getting a heads up about what some of these abortion laws, abortion restrictive laws that have been passed, and we'll see if we're going to uh, start praying and awaiting for the Supreme Court to take up some of these um, state passed statutes. We've got some states that uh, it, it's an absolutely free for all. You can get an abortion all the way up to a minute before birth. We've got other states saying no abortions at all, no exceptions. And so sooner or later it's going to go to the Supreme Court. And what I predict is going to happen is, is that this is going to be a a, a huge states' rights issue when it is finally, finally settled. And what I mean by that is that's part of, uh, you know, federalism versus the independent states. That, that Not only was that debated of our founding fathers, it was debated by some of the uh, founding fathers as they were trying to maneuver uh, how the federal government was going to operate after they settled on the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. And so we're still here today. But what that would basically uh, do to address this problem is they would roll back the federal protections or the federal mandate of Roe versus Wade. And by the way, the way that that decision was founded was, was the, the, forget the merits of the case. Forget the, the merits of the, uh, of the argument. That case should be reversed only because it was judicial activism at its worst. There was no precedent, precedent whatsoever for the court to even get to that decision. But I think what will happen is, is that if that gets rescinded, then the court may well decide that's an issue up to uh, individual states. And so uh, I think I see that's coming down the pike with the uh, conservative representation that allegedly, and I use that term very, very loosely because we still don't know exactly how this is going to be turned, 
you know, I don't know how our judges, our new judges, are really going to uh, weigh in on some of these very, very controversial issues. But uh, nonetheless, that's uh, part of what we're going to be uh, maybe watching unfold as soon as next uh, next summer. So, hey, we're going to have um, we're going to have a, a lot more uh, that's going to be part of the national discussion on this, and uh, we'll keep following it here. I'm going to take a break right now. Uh, when I come back, um, a couple of issues that we were going to cover during the first hour, and, um, uh, you know, I want to talk about them because they're not necessarily issues that have to do with um, uh, faith-based issues, but, but there are a couple of local issues that um, I think have some some biblical influence and so uh, when we come back i want to talk first about um what's happening on our waterways and uh, we have what's shaping up to be a record amount of manatees that are being run over and killed by reckless boaters so i'm going to take a break and i'm going to share what's happening on that story first and then Going back to our Old Testament laws, Old Testament laws about eating, drinking, sanitation, Hillsborough County may change their trash pickup. I think it's a huge, hugely bad idea. You may want to disagree. 877-943-9673. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. We'll be right back. Austin is a junior at Sarasota Christian School. I just love that every class is not just about the subject. Not only are you learning mentally and and growing in the subjects that you're getting, you're also getting a spiritual aspect that you don't really get at another school. Academics are important, but there's no higher priority than spiritual growth and development within a caring community. Not a lot of schools have like a retreat where you actually get to go develop as a Christian, but you're also just growing in friendship. From pre-K through 12th grade, Sarasota Christian is a school where your child will feel accepted immediately, be cared for deeply, and never be made to feel like an outsider. Yeah, I've always felt welcome here, and that's one of our biggest things that we pride ourselves on. We're really good at inviting and being able to bring kids in and become really great friends. Sarasota Christian School, dedicated to Christ and your child's success since 1958. Schedule a tour at That's sarasotachristian.org. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. President Trump told four liberal congresswomen to, quote, go back where you came from. This in a response to their constant criticism of him and their frequent anti-American and self-serving statements. One of them, Representative Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, can be seen in a video urging the Muslimization of public schools and the eventual conversion of all Americans to Islam. Those comments are ignored by much of the media in favor of again pinning the racism label on the president. Three of the four were born in America. Democrats for years have pushed the diversity issue, but in recent votes to confirm judges to appeals courts by the Senate, every Democrat voted against candidates of color. To the left, diversity doesn't mean more people of certain skin color. Instead, it means more liberals on the court. A liberal is a liberal, no matter the color of their skin or their gender. 
I would have phrased the president's tweets in a different way so as not to give more ammunition to his critics who have enough. But he's right to fire back at these four grandstanding congresswomen who run their mouths more than do their jobs. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. I was buried beneath my shame Who could carry that kind of weight It was my turn we're back, Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, today we're going to be talking trash. That's coming up in just a moment. But before we start talking trash, <laughs> I want to talk about man's dominion over the earth. You know, we've got an issue going on in Florida right now that uh, I've been out on the water enough to know uh, what's what's happening. And with all of the, the people that are moving to Florida, good number of people who are either joining boat clubs or they have boats of their own and uh, they are out on the waterways, I can tell you there's a reason why we have local marine units for the local police and sheriff departments, why we have a Coast Guard, because we have a gazillion people who are weekend warriors who may not have a whole lot of knowledge about operating a boat. But many of these folks have a need for speed. I mean, when I've been out and had my family out, and uh, you see people who are uh, blowing through no-wake zones, blowing through warning signs that manatees could be in the area. And, you know, you don't hear this word often, but 
I don't know if I consider myself an environmentalist with all of the connotations of the acceptance of uh, some of which is junk science. Some of it is science put together with a whole lot of uh, hypothetical uh, presuppositions. And then, hey, boom, Darwinism. And, And that's a pretty good example. But it is clear that you and I as Christ followers know just by reading the creation account in the early pages of Genesis that man and and woman but but there's a special responsibility when it comes to the earth and the animals and so I want to read a scripture verse. Then I just want to share for your awareness. I'm going over to Genesis 1 and 26. And I'm going to be quoting from the English Standard Version, the ESV. But, um, you know, we have a responsibility. And just a few days ago, I don't know if you saw the, the horrific photograph of the bottlenose dolphin that somebody stabbed. And that's a, that's a sad story because for those of you who are out on the water, don't feed, don't feed the wildlife. Don't feed the pelicans. Don't feed the dolphins, the bottlenose dolphins, because this bottlenose dolphin met his or her death with a huge gash in its forehead where somebody stabbed the dolphin. And you know what they speculate? Speculated, the dolphin was coming up to the boat and begging. And everybody in the boat, they, hey, that's cute. Oh, the, 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 the dolphin came up to the boat. Oh, and we had some Cheetos. Oh, we had this. And he was just kind of talking. He was, she was just talking. And oh, what an experience. You see my pictures. And, and then we got those, those guys that ought to, ought to go to jail, in my opinion who were not only torturing that shark, but shooting the shark with the forty-five pistol. That, that video came out in just in the last few days. And now, but today, I want to talk about the manatees. Here is Genesis 1 and 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, and after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And I really believe that we have responsibility. So I don't call myself an environmentalist, but I know back in the day, especially when I was doing my studies um, as a, a Boy Scout and a Boy Scouts of America, as I was completing my requirements to fulfill the obligations to be awarded the rank of Eagle Scout, I certainly was a conservationist. I wanted to conserve in an intelligent manner our outdoors. I wanted to conserve in an intelligent manner the creatures of the outdoors. Well, I just want to, I want to do a little awareness here because I believe we have a responsibility. And more so as Christians. Now, 
I, I don't have an issue with with hunters, fishermen, and I don't have a an issue with them if they hunt and fish responsibly. Follow the rules. Hopefully, if they're going to harvest the animals that they're shooting, they're doing that to bring home some food. But Craig Pittman with the Tampa Bay Times shared a story, and I want to use his story for statistics. Speeding boaters, he writes, I refer to them more as reckless speeding boaters. Well, they have managed to kill so many manatees this year that right here in our state, it's not going to take long to break the record for boat-related manatee deaths. And by the way, the record was set just last year. A few days ago, July the 9th, boaters had fatally destroyed with their props on their boats 89 manatees. That comes from records from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. We only got 33 more manatees to go to set a new record, and guess what? We've got five months before this sort of fiscal year or this this uh, record-keeping year is over. Last year, 65 were killed. By this point in time. This is a huge number. Huge number. And it's sad because uh, the manatees are able to recover. They're taking, a lot of them are taking, taken right over here to the Marine Mammal Pathology uh, Laboratory uh, in St. Petersburg, determining the cause of death. But, you know, when you pick up these manatees and you see these slice marks every three or four inches down their back, and you know it's from a prop on the back of a, of a boat. And I guarantee you, whether you have a boat or not, if you're anywhere near the intercoastal waterway this weekend or the Gulf of Mexico, but probably the intercoastal waterway is what I want to focus on. There is a gazillion boats out there. Now, I was raised here in Florida. And to a certain degree, even though my dad died when I was 16, I I was taught how to operate a boat at an early age. And it is amazing what you see on the water. It's amazing that some folks don't even know what a red arrowed channel marker is as opposed to a green arrowed channel marker. They must not be able to read because they'll go through places that are next to sensitive areas like a marina where it says create no wake, and they'll just blow through. And there's par- there's plenty of uh, natural known habitat that manatees can cluster in. And it says, be careful of the manatees, no wake zone, and they'll blow through that. And I want to tell you from my early years why I'm sensitive about this, long before the restrictions were put in. I'm talking about 
in the 1970s, early 80s, I was a very, very repetitious, accomplished scuba diver. Uh, I've dove all over the state, Cozumel, Grand Cayman, the Bahamas. Um, some of you may remember World of Water on uh, Kennedy Boulevard, owned by Dr. Propello. And uh, the guys there and I, uh, great friends. And I did some work as a dive master through them. But I remember going up to Crystal River long before you have hordes of people putting on a wetsuit or going up there. And they didn't have, for those of you that know, they'll mark off these areas where they say, hey, don't cross this line. This is for manatees only so they can get away from the crowds. Well, way back when, you didn't have that. You could either you could either just uh, put a snorkel on or you put on your, your diving equipment and you're in a spring so it's crystal clear. And back then, you know, animals do get trained. And because of the vegetation that manatees eat, I can tell you that uh, they loved iceberg lettuce. And iceberg lettuce was accommodating to their diet and their digestive um, sense. So, man, we'd go up there and have 10 or 15, 20 heads of lettuce, and we'd go up and just feed these gentle creatures. And they'll just come up and rub up next to you uh, back before the hordes of people, you know, have uh, invaded their space. And so I've had a special love. And so when I saw this this morning, it was uh, it was front page, Tampa Bay Times, below the fold. And it just reminded me that, you know what, we have a responsibility. We really do, especially as Christians. We have a, sp- a responsibility to, you know, look out for these gentle creatures. Look out for all creatures. And um, you really get a sense of the evilness and the sinfulness in the world. Uh, Every week or two, you know, dog thrown out a window, you know, kittens in a plastic bag thrown in a dumpster. And what I'm, the ones I'm sharing about, I I, I prefer to choose only the stories that turned out well. So uh, other than, uh, in other words, the the, the throwing out the car window and the... um, and the kittens in a bag, um, other than, you know, the, the, the bare reality of what's happened to the, the shark, the porpoise, the bottlenose dolphin, and uh, to the manatees. So, you know, I hope you respect the outdoors, and I hope that, and there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong, that, that, there's nothing wrong to be inexperienced and not on the water a lot. I suggest, if you have an interest, to take the Coast Guard boaters course. And then you can join a boat club, a couple $300 a month, or you can watch Groupon and get your boat from time to time. Just know the rules and regulations. Know that if you're not skippering a boat all the time, even for myself, I'm extremely careful because uh, it's not just your sea legs. It's not like I can get in my car and almost drive it blindfolded. You know, if you don't boat an awful lot, then you've got to have the respect of uh, winds, wind direction, all of those good things, uh, where you're at in the channel, what's the appropriate speed, and to, and to just look out, especially for manatees. And don't feed the wildlife. 
All right, now that we've had a little little bit of a discussion of our responsibilities to animals under what I believe is our dominion as uh, given to us by our creator at the very beginning of the creation, when we come back, I'm going to talk some trash. I'll be talking trash. And uh, remember that uh, there was a lot said in the Old Testament, Testament about sanitary laws? And remember that uh, those that deal with public health are amazed even today how God through the Holy Spirit and his love for his, for his Jewish people had them following practices that today are non-negotiable. So what about trash? What about trash in Hillsborough County? I'm Bill Bunkley. That's up next. W-262-CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says President Trump is not a racist after Mr. Trump tweeted over the weekend that if four congresswomen don't like the U.S., they should return to their native countries. McConnell said at a news conference Tuesday that political rhetoric has gotten way, way overheated across the political spectrum. He pointed to Democratic comments, saying we've seen the far left throw accusations of racism at everyone. A lawyer says Officer Daniel Pataleo is gratified that the Justice Department carefully reviewed his case rather than what he calls the lies and inaccuracies surrounding it. The government announced on Tuesday that it decided not to bring civil rights charges against Pataleo in connection with Eric Garner's 2014 death. Attorney Stuart London said Pantaleo used techniques approved by the New York Police Department while arresting Garner. On Wall Street, the Dunham by 23 points. This is SRN News. Across America, it's snoring season. Right now, 90 million Americans make this sound every night. Snoring can be caused by breathing through your mouth when you sleep. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Thankfully, there's Mute, an ingenious Australian invention that could quiet the snoring season once and for all. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that sits inside the nose, supporting your airway and keeping it open while you sleep. You'll breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. In fact, in trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both a better night's sleep. Put snoring season to bed, America. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. 
Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you you can reach customers total market penetration for increased roi learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin c taking vitamin c is one of the best things you can do for your health and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin c aqua powders vitamin c is delicious when added to water and provides you with two thousand milligrams of vitamin c to boost your immune system and increase your energy transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin c available at amazon that's aqua powders with a z available at amazon saturday mornings at eight ask an attorney with joe pippen and the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we've provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm Tony Dungy. Being an all-pro dad is the greatest thing a man can do. But there's one kind of all-pro dad who stands above them all, and that's a foster dad. There's no greater hero than the man who steps up to foster a child. Totally unselfish, totally extraordinary. Only 6 in 10,000 will step up to help a child with no home. Put yourself to this test. Are you willing to take a step toward being a truly great man? Learn more. For the four joys of fostering, go to allprodad.com. back bill bunkley bill bunkley show phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 so what does talking trash have to do with a biblical worldview show such as the bill bunkley show during this five o'clock hour well i'm glad that you asked because we are going to be talking trash now the reason why i want to set this up is um I'll be perfectly candid. I I thought we'd get to this during the first hour and didn't. Um, But I still wanted to talk about it. Because there's a reason that I want to talk about it. First of all, you know you got Leviticus 11 as to what you can eat. And and you know that in the instructions to uh, the Israelites, there's a lot lot of concern for sanity. Um, Sanity. not sanity, but um, uh, health, and and making sure that things are clean and appropriate. And I, and I meant to say sanitation. 
And, uh, and just to give you a little excerpt from uh, verse 35 of Leviticus 11, just think about this where, when it comes to trash. And I'm talking, by the way, I'm talking about food trash. I'm talking about the food. If you're wise, you have a garbage disposal, but you're not really using the garbage disposal a whole lot. It's just not as sanitary as you think to put all that food and then it builds up and then you got to get Rotorua to come out. And boy, if you've ever, if you've ever stood around and witnessed what comes out of the pipes leading out of your kitchen and the garbage disposal, it is not a pretty sight. Also, can be very expensive. But um, think about this. Let's start in, let's say, verse 33. Just to give you a little flavor here. As for any earthen well vessel into which one of them may fall, and that's talking about uh, uh, the idea of uh, a, a dead animal or something, um, and whatever is in it becomes unclean, you shall break the vessel. Any of the food which may be eaten on which water comes shall be unclean. And any liquid which may be drunk in every vessel shall be unclean. Everything, moreover, on which part of the carcass may fall becomes unclean. An oven or a stove shall be smashed. That's right, smashed. They are unclean and shall continue as unclean. Nevertheless, a spring or a cistern collecting water shall be clean, though no one who touches their carcasses uh, shall be unclean, dead animals, a food, uh, food source. If a part of their carcass falls on any seed for sowing, which is to be sown, it is clean. Though if water is put on the seed and as part of the carcass falls on it, it is unclean to you. And it goes on to talk about if your animal for food dies, etc., etc. Sanitary laws were very important. I'm reading David Platt's book. Um, it's not released yet. I have a pre-release copy and very moving book about his recent trip up into the Himalayas. And uh, he was uh, recently the head of the International Missions Board for the Southern Baptist Convention. He's now a, pa- a pastor, I think, in McLean, Virginia, right, right there outside of D.C. in the Beltway. But they're in the Himalayas, a very, very unreached people group for Christ, and came to a village, a village of like 100, and I think like 60 to 75 members of the village had been wiped out the year before with cholera. They couldn't get the simple antibiotics, and they're way up. I mean, they started this trek by taking a helicopter up to, Oh, what was it, 10,000 feet, and then they're going to be hiking up to 13,000 feet, something like that. Um, probably misquoting that. So what I, what I want to get to is, you know, we're going to talk trash. And, and though we're talking trash, there is a sanitary issue to, to this. Hillsborough County. Hillsborough County uh, could make a decision, and, and I tell you, it, it could very well smell up the whole county. And if you are a homeowner, a taxpayer in Hillsborough County, I suggest just give me your ear for a couple of minutes here. Now, as a homeowner, you're paying property taxes, and there's probably three of many areas that you never want to see a cut in services, and you're paying taxes for this. One would be the the sheriff's protection in Hillsborough County. One would be the the fire and the EMT protection that you get. And, and I want to tell you, the other one is, Timely trash pickup. 
Man, if you've been abroad, I, I remember going to the Philippines in, in, uh, in, in Haiti and uh, some of the pictures coming out of San Francisco, matter of fact, and to just see huge amounts of trash on the side of urban streets. Just ridiculous. Now, we're not talking about that here in Hillsborough County, but right now our garbage is picked up twice a week. About three days. Every three days the trash is picked up. And um, so anyway, Hillsborough County wants to maybe just pick up our trash one day a week. Now, Now, just think of the food trash. In our humidity, in our hot Florida weather, I mean, trash only takes outside in the garage, in the can, about 24 hours, and it starts to get putrid. And when you bring out the ensuing trash for the next two or three days, you pop it up, throw the bag in, and put the lid down real quick. And you know what I'm talking about. So... Hillsborough County wants to save some money and maybe just come around and pick up the trash once a week. I tell you, I think that, pardon the pun, that is going to be a bad, smelly decision. Look, I got one of those gray automated trash cans, big size. Truck comes around with that little claw hook, picks it up, dumps it in, goes on. But I'm going to tell you that uh, unless you're living as a single, or maybe two of you, you got a family, that trash can is not going to hold your trash for a week. You're going to have overflowing trash. And guess what? You can't put the extra bags next to the the trash can on the street because the, the fella in the forklift on the side of the truck all he's going to pick, all he or she's going to do is pick up the green trash can and flip it in. I don't think it's wise to have food, discarded food, in trash bags, in trash cans. I just don't think it's, it's a healthy, appropriate policy to leave that sitting around for a week. Not to mention, if you happen to store your cans outside, the more putrid they get, the more that the raccoons and the other critters are going to come around. And um, my point is this. I'm paying taxes on my house. They're getting ready to renegotiate the trash contracts. Let competition help, help get a good price. But please, commissioners, don't 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 make a bad choice. And I'm suggesting if you're in Hillsborough County, if you agree with me, I I suggest you you pick up the phone, call your county commissioners. You've got two. Each person has two, one is, or maybe three. You got to call the area-wide commissioners and also the commissioner for your district. Now, there's nothing wrong with calling all seven, but I think you ought to call them or you ought to email them. And here's the simple message. Mr. Commissioner, Ms. Commissioner, please, please trash the idea 
of picking up our garbage once a week. Please trash the idea of only picking up our trash once a week. Please continue the twice weekly service. And remember that you have elected representatives. They represent you. As this with any other issue, and you heard Dr. Jack Graham talking about the last hour about our responsibility to be engaged. We can communicate with our elected officials. And when enough people communicate with elected officials, guess what? They're going to follow, in most cases, that directive. So, if you don't want to smell it up in Hillsborough County, <laughs> contact your commissioners and tell them, hey, we want that uh, two-day, uh, twice-a-week pickup service. Well, coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, is going to be coming along with uh, today's edition of Living Truth. And as always, it is a wonderful resource for you to plug into, and we want you to plug into it uh, today as well. And uh, coming up on today's program is uh, Satan's Superman, part one of two. That's Satan's Superman, part one of two. I'm Bill Bunkley, going to sign off. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow at four. Until then, God bless and good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.